the sermon for the second Sunday after the Epiphany is from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 26. Uh, the sermon is entitled, The Benefit of Is. And as you follow along in your bulletin, um, uh, we will read that right now. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Benefits. Isn't that what we're looking for in this life? No money down, no APR for 18 months, buy one, get one free, clearance, sale. Such familiar words that brighten our eyes as we see these commercials and newspaper advertisements. Because, well, big business knows what we want to see. That every consumer is looking for benefits. Health insurance, auto coverage, home insurance, top tier, mid tier, low tier. We're always asking the question, how will this benefit me? Yes, we are always looking for the benefits. And today, as we continue with our sermon series in the Sacrament of the Altar, we, we ask, what is the benefit of is? Is. This is my body. This is my blood. As it reads in the small catechism, what is the benefit of this eating and drinking? These words, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins shows us that in the sacrament, forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation are given through these words. For where there is forgiveness of sins, there is also life and salvation. And that is what we receive every time we partake in the supper of our Lord. Forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. Not a symbolic forgiveness of sins but the real forgiveness of sins. This holy meal given for you for free. Now again, every Sunday we receive this as we come to church, and I know. As we come to church every Sunday, it's easy to perceive church as a place to go, maybe to appease God, to make God happy with us, or to give Him something, right? But really, church is far from that. It's actually far better. We come to church to hear and receive, to receive the gifts, to be made full, because we know that in our sin, well, we are weak and empty. There in the sacrament, by the promises of God, in the Word, connected to the elements, the bread and wine, there we know in faith that we receive our true rest. Receiving benefits. What are we given? 
Because God knows, above all things, that we need it. As we began service this morning, we began with the sign of the cross, right? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. It's that sign of the cross that gives us the remembrance of our baptism. That baptism saves, that we are clothed with Christ, that we are connected with God all by his gift of grace as he calls us into his own, gathering us by his grace into his flock. He has called you by name and he knows your name by the gift of your baptism. It's that remembrance that makes us realize how loving our God is and how much he wants you to be his own. And there you are comforted by the sign of the cross, knowing that not even death and sin can befall you. Because in his gift, you have peace. Yes, the benefits, they are here for you, given to you. That in the preached word of God, there too, the word points you to the law, showing us our sin, showing us the demand of God and how far we have fallen short. Uncovering the stark reality of our fallenness ever since the beginning. To show the true reflection of our trespasses, but also not to leave us there, but also to give us, more importantly, Jesus. The comfort of salvation, the forgiveness of sins, pointing to the cross outside of ourselves, directing us to his body and blood, his death and resurrection, His work for the forgiveness of our sins, eternal life, and salvation. With great comfort, we hear those words of Jesus. We hear the words of forgiveness, the body and blood. And there we are at peace. Knowing that we're not alone, God laid his life down for us as our ultimate substitute. Yes, hearing this strengthens our faith. In the midst of all the week, in the midst of the week where we had so many things going on, Maybe it was the chaos, the worries, the afflictions, the grind of this world. But there we hear Jesus, and there we are given his peace. Gifts, benefits, and it doesn't end there. Today at the Lord's table in the sacrament of the altar, the fruits of Jesus' sacrifice upon the cross is given through these means, distributed in this bread and wine by the word, the body and blood, The benefit of is that there in the promise, rooted in those words, for whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. By the all-powerful word of God, there we have, in with and under the bread and wine, the body and blood of our Lord. There in his body and blood we are reminded and given his love, His compassion, His mercy outpoured onto you as He lavishes you with the greatest riches you need, the greatest benefit of His body and blood, the precious treasure of the Word and sacrament. Benefits, they're all here, given to you today. What great gift that we have this church in Faith Moore Park. But with all those benefits... What is the temptation? And we heard in the children's message the temptation of cotton candy. Yes, it's the cotton candy kind of life that is our great temptation. The benefits from the world, the temptations of the flesh, 
seem to be the benefits that we are so attracted to, that we put first and foremost in our lives. And rather than seeing our true need, seeing our sin for what it truly is, we play the cover-up, acting as if all is well, as if forgiveness is the last thing that we need. Now, David, in the Bible, was a man who saw this one day, right? Saw this beautiful woman bathing on the rooftop. With lustful eyes, he went and proceeded to lay with her, finding out later that she conceived. Now, David, knowing what he had done as a great sin of adultery, he wanted to cover this up. And he did this by murdering her husband, Uriah. All the meanwhile playing the charade that all was well and there was nothing wrong at all. But it wasn't until Nathan came along, showed him his sin, and showed him the truth. The cover-up was no longer a cover-up, and there his eyes were open to the truth. Just like our first parents, Adam and Eve, when they ate from that tree, their eyes opened up, they saw their nakedness, and they knew what they had done. Likewise, as David did, and, and as our first parents did, so do we. We rationalize our sin, saying it's not that bad. We sweep our sins under the rug, hoping that in time, the guilt, the shame, the pain, all of it will somehow just go away. We even tell ourselves, I'm good. I'm good with God. I measure up. God is happy with me because I've done so many good things in my life. I don't need the forgiveness of sin. We move forward believing that these benefits of our Lord pale into the comparison of what the world can give. And so easy does our flesh go straight for the benefits of the world. That is the great deception of the evil foe himself. Telling you that there are far greater benefits in this world. Telling you that you do not need the forgiveness of sins. That that can wait till next week. Well, that can wait till next month or next year. I am good with my flesh. I am comfortable in my own skin. Or so the devil tells us. And yes, that good word of good, our Lord. Well, that will be no benefit to you. But why does God's word today tell us in 1 Corinthians, do this in remembrance of me? Why does the Lord say do this? Because the Lord very well knows that we need those benefits. We need the gift of his body and blood in, with, and under the bread and wine because we need his forgiveness. The word says, do this, that is, do not neglect it. Do not take it for granted, because here you find your greatest treasure, the treasure that you truly need, the remedy, the cure. Because here lies in the greatest benefit that our Lord gives to us. Yes, the broccoli kind of life. The broccoli kind of life. 
It is our soothing medicine. Do this in remembrance of me because we need comfort and strength to live in this life. We need hope and peace that endures by the word of God for the devil never stops. He never sleeps. He is always fighting you. But here in the sacrament, he is stopped. He is laid to rest because here in the word, as you consume the elements in the faith, receiving Jesus, the great comfort, there you are refreshed and strengthened to meet the days ahead. Whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. But by the very work of the cross, Jesus' all-availing sacrifice for the forgiveness of our sins, the shedding of his body and blood, paying the penalty, charging our sin to himself, <clears throat> taking our death, standing in our place. This is what we proclaim until the day he comes. That by his righteousness, you were made righteous. By his perfect sacrifice, you have been delivered the forgiveness of sins. By his death, the big death for you has been cast out. And by his resurrection, he proves to you and for you that eternal life, forgiveness, and salvation, that is yours. That is what you have received by faith in the glory of God. And from his cross, in the glory of the cross, he distributes this gift through the means of grace, as we know, the sacrament of the altar. He gives you the benefit, right? The benefit that is an advantage or gain or profit by something that has been done. And, the, and that something that has been done is for you the body and blood, for the forgiveness of your sins. Now, like every advertisement or commercial, it seems like there's always a catch, right? Usually written in small font on the corner of the screen or some man who speaks very fast <laughs> with the limitations of the offer. But this benefit of our Lord is free. It's free for you. No catch, no asterisks, no small font in the corner, no small voice quickly speaking those limitations. But in faith, faith given to you by the Holy Spirit, we receive this benefit, this gift from our Lord. This all-powerful word given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. Think about that. I know we always hear it but given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. Your sins accounted for, your life accounted for, death has lost its sting, and salvation is yours. This is what you have been given, saved and rescued, all by the grace of God, His love for you. The benefits, the greatest benefit given to you here today. What thankfulness we have as we praise our Lord for the bountiful goodness that he gives as we live in this dark and separated world. As we live in the temptations, the covetousness, the self-satisfaction, the instant gratification life, this condi cotton candy type life. We very well know as we come to the table 
that all is well. That we, as a group of sinners, we are here together in one unity, one faith, and one mind, receiving the refreshing gift, the restorative grace of our promise in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. No catch, no extra, no addition. This is the benefit for you. This is my body. This is my blood. This holy meal refreshes you and restores you. The benefit that gives to us the strength to love God and love our neighbor, to serve as the equipped saints of God, knowing what it means to be blessed in his holy name, the blessed and the benefit of is. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Sunday Sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.